0: President Biden and why you think he's dropping amid the Israel-Hamas war, especially among young people?
1: Well, I'm not a polling expert, Katie, but I did win 17 races, won seven for for the House, nine general elections and uh, eight uh, primaries. And a lot of them were really rugged. One of them, I was down 250 votes on election night and had to crawl out of my hole when all the votes were counted and win by a whopping 811 votes. That was my first reelect in 1994, the year Newt Gingrich came to Congress. What did I learn from that? First of all, it's not a picnic running for Congress. But second of all, poll numbers a year out are worthless and I don't uh, you know, begrudge uh, various folks who want to poll now, but I don't think this is a poll between Biden and Trump. I think this is a referendum by kids on whether they like Biden's uh, Israel-Hamas uh, policy. And let me make two points about that. One, kids don't vote. Uh, unfortunately, the turnout of, of that age group is around 20 percent. Older people vote. The Talking poll about numbers are very, to very different. Well, okay, eighteen to uh, twenty-two. Okay, okay, fine. Let's see what those. I bet those are the worst numbers. Look at college campuses. But 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 a point on that. Um, I think what Israel has learned painfully is that war has two dimensions. One is the military dimension, and the other is the hearts and minds dimension. And I don't think they took adequate account of that in a climate where there is weaponized disinformation. Hamas is really good at that. Let's give Hamas one check mark plus. They're really good at claiming that Israel did everything wrong in two seconds and having it go viral around the world. And Israel has been trying to make up for that and is beginning to do that, and including declassifying some intelligence, uh, learning from our playbook uh, which uh, on Ukraine, which is very helpful. So what is my bottom line here? Uh, I think these numbers will change. I think the uh, the situation in Israel-Gaza is changing as we speak. Your last commentator was very interesting about that. And if there is, I, I'm not in favor of a ceasefire, but I am in favor of a pause, an exchange for of prisoners and uh, humanitarian pause. And it, uh, maybe on a regular basis, an exchange uh, of prisoners, if that can be worked out fairly, especially getting Uh, Those who were kidnapped and brutally hurt on on October 7 back 1st, that would be really good. Um, But at any rate, I think those numbers will change. And I think the polls I'm going to pay attention to are much later uh, next year. And, oh, by the way, uh, I don't know that Donald Trump will be the Republican candidate. I think Joe Biden and and Kamala Harris will be on on the, the Democratic side. But I think the Republican uh, 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 a choice is going to be in flux because wait for those polls I've especially heard, if yeah. there's more more developments on, ex- the, on the Express- trial side for a few people and, and who knows how those trials uh, come to pass
2: this is the primal scream of a dying regime pray for our enemies because we're going medieval on these people I got a free shot at all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen.
3: And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I
0: wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my
2: task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved.
4: War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Ban.
2: Okay, welcome to the uh, late afternoon, early evening edition of War Room. It's Monday, 20 November, Year of the Lord, 2023. A lot going on, and particularly as Israel, and she's right there, the information war and the kinetic war looks like the kinetic war is moving apace. In fact, uh, the IDF is now focused on southern Gaza, which is, according to all accounts and people we check with, even going to be tougher than northern Gaza. Uh, and they are definitely losing the information war. They are quite slow to uh, – and it's pretty shocking, but they are losing the information war big league. Uh, we're going to get into that and in, in political ramifications. They're, uh, they're still melting down in these polls, which really haven't had good news for the radical Democrats for months and months and months, but it's all coming to a head now. A couple of things going on quite important. We talked about some of these on the show, and I'm glad the president uh, responded today or, or picked it up because I know it had been bugging him. We called on the show this morning that this debate that's going to take place on the Republican side is another waste of money. It's egregious. The Republican, the RNC's broke. They're putting all their money into the debate so they can go down and hang out with the fat cats In the mainstream media they then got and now they're doing this one i don't know with news nation or some kind of startup left-wing startup um they are the numbers are 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 crashing they're putting all their money into also this um convention in milwaukee like who cares have it in an airplane hangar we're all about getting it done you don't need some big flashy thing with the stage and all the lights it's all nonsense that doesn't move particularly when a country's in in multiple crises They want to see that you're on war footing. So President Trump came out, if we can put up that, his truth social, he's demanding immediately that uh, the RNC cancel this, uh, uh, the uh, debate in, uh, in uh, Alabama, or I think he's calling for the removal of the senior people in the RNC. He says changes have to be made and he wants all that money to go in to stop the steal. Now, we're going to get in, in a moment and some big news coming out of uh, Georgia. And also, Mike Lindell is going to talk to us about also Argentina. But President Trump is correct. It's time. We got to be focused on the general election. There's the, there's no the primary's over. Polling out today, President Trump getting a, a bigger spread over the Keebler Elves. And this is all being driven by the Murdochs, the Murdochs and the donors want uh, an alternative to Trump in case anything untoward happens to the president. And if not, they want to to build a kind of a a block of 15 or 20 percent and then demand that Nikki Haley is the vice president and try to run Trump's second term for the vice president's office. That's the play here. Of course, Lachlan Murdoch, and and the Murdoch network is actually the network. It's the cooler network. told you about the movie with um, William Macy. It's fantastic, called The Cooler. This is an individual in casinos that the house sends when somebody's too hot, like at a craps table. Send them there to cool them, to be the cooler. The, the Murdoch News Network, are they, they are the coolers. Just ask McCarthy, ask DeSantis. I mean, could anybody, and Yunkin, those three. They Oh, there's Nikki Haley, but could, and they're going in for Nikki hard right now. Could anybody on earth gone in harder for DeSantis than Fox? Could anybody have gone in harder for McCarthy than the Murdoch News Network? Could anybody have gone in... Harder uh, for Youngkin, you know, cheerleading Youngkin until the fatal first Tuesday in November that ended his dreams. Now you got Hannity's doing a debate. Think about this. He's doing a debate with Newsom, who I think is the guy he's up in the bullpen for the Democrats. He's, I think, in all likelihood, be the replacement for Biden, who they're not even going to celebrate his birthday today because he's too old. Um, but it's not Biden's age that is the issue. They try to put that forward. He's, you know, people worry about he's too old. no. They're concerned about he's illegitimate because he did not win the 2020 election. And he's an incompetent radical that has uh, worked on and exacerbated the invasion of our southern border, complete geopolitical nightmare, and allowed the economy in uh, the capital markets, and particularly the bond market and the balance sheet of the United States, to absolutely crater. I want to go to John Fredericks first. First off, John, tell me about um, – I think if I remember correctly, you and the president were on the other on the different sides of the trade back then. Let's not go into too much detail. But you've been on this from the beginning. You you've warned the president. You've told him, hey, this this team is a disaster. And of course, they have a very dear friend of him. He's like a brother to Fredericks and Bannon. And that's Dave Bossi, who's only in only in charge of the debates. Give me your take on the RNC and president coming off the chain today.
4: Well, listen, uh, as you know, Steve, I was the first person in media to endorse President Trump in April of 2015, and I've been there the whole way. Rami McDaniel exists for one reason, and that's President Trump. That's it. That's the reason she's there. And when we, want her, when we wanted to try to oust her in Dana Point last January, Mike Liddell was there, and uh, I brought my wife in. I brought my staff there. We brought Patty Lyman. You know, we campaigned day and night to try to get the votes for her meet Dylan because we knew this was coming. She is incompetent and she doesn't care about the movement or MAGA or anything else. Now, President Trump at the time decided that uh, he was better off with her as chair. Although he didn't support her publicly, he did send his uh, chief operatives there. His top people were out there campaigning behind the scenes. There was no way we were going to beat that. So my message today is, Mr. President, Ronna McDaniel is there because of you. If you ask for her to resign, she has nowhere to go. These debates are a clown show. They're drawing no one. They're draining resources. The whole debacle going on in the RNC, they've done nothing. They are zero on voter integrity, zero with mail-in ballots. The only progress that's been made on early voting, I got to be honest, was made by Glenn Youngkin in Virginia. That's been it at least he put a plan together and, uh, we got early voting there and record numbers. We're nowhere on mail and ballots. And until we decide to fix this and spend the resources, this is going to be the only way we get defeated in 24. So he needs to come out now and say, look, I've had enough. I was wrong. She needs to go. Rodney, you need to resign because there's no apparatus within the RNC to remove her. Steve, there's, there's no winter meeting that can get rid of her. There's, uh, There's no way to do that. She just has to resign. And look, they've put all this effort in these debates, all this money, and it's ridiculous. Nobody watches them. Nobody cares. And as a drain of resources, the country's hanging by a thread. We don't have the time for this. We need to focus every dime and every sense of energy that we have on voter integrity so we can have some semblance of a secure vote in 2024.
2: Okay, John, hang on, because I'm going to get to this thing in Georgia in a second. In fact, I'm going to go out of order here. i got Robert Bose also joins us, former uh, official in the uh, Trump administration. But I want to go to Mike. Mike Lindell will come to the machines in Argentina in a second. But you actually, if memory serves me correctly, you actually ran for RNC chief. In fact, you debated Harmit and Rana didn't show up. Your, your, your thoughts today on the president saying, hey, enough of this. This is ridiculous. Got to cancel Alabama, or you got to go. Your thoughts?
5: Right, well, I, you're right, I did run for RNC chair, and if you remember, Steve, the Rasmussen poll came out the night before the vote and I doubled both Harmeet and Rana combined. Um, they, uh, when, uh, the media couldn't even attack me on that because the 168 actually went away from what the people wanted, which was me and his RNC chair. Now, one of the things that Rana did was she promised that she would get behind and help, me, help Mike Lindell. I look forward to work with Mike Lindell. To be honest with you, she did that in August. The RNC passed a resolution um, same day voting, uh, paper ballots, hand counted precinct level and signature required. But it's one thing to pass a resolution than to get behind it. We need to fix our election platforms now. And if Ronnie is not behind that, she needs to drop everything she's doing with these debates. The president's right. This is a big waste of money, waste of donor money, waste of RNC money, waste of everybody's time and get behind our president our real president donald trump she needs to do that but number one they need to secure our election platforms we're out there see we're out there doing it every day i have Hundreds of thousands of people in all 50 states working tirelessly to do what the RNC should be doing. We have a great plan. They can check that out at LyndalePlan.com. Everybody check it out. LyndalePlan.com. Ronna should be all on board in that. On that, I do have a lot of people within the 168 that I'm working with that we're getting them on board, and hopefully we can, you know, get rid of her and get someone in there that would uh, that would get behind securing well, our election platforms.
2: Be- hang, on I'm gonna go to break, so hang on for one second. Uh, I'm gonna bring you back about Georgia, John Frederick, Robert Bose, but I got to issue point blank. Harmeet's Law Firm's kind of on a roll. They're the guys that did such a good job out in Denver, uh, trying working on this Fourteenth Amendment. So she's fully occupied. Would you step forward? Would you volunteer to take over the RNC if the president so asked you? A hundred percent, I would. Uh, then I would have all the tools I need
5: to f- secure these elections, and Im- immediately. Um, We've already got everything in place. We just need resources and and their blessing behind us. Absolutely.
2: Okay, hang on for one second. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back and go to Georgia. Kind of a bombshell. It's not everything it appears to be, but it may be even more because a liberal judge uh, looking at a case brought by liberals had kind of a shocking conclusion about, guess what, the machines. And does everybody know I'm not a machine guy? But on this one, I think i got to give a hat tip uh, to Mike Lindell. We're going to take a short break. John Frederick, Robert Bose, Mike Lindell. Uh, we're talking about how to secure the elections of 2024 because we no Trump's ahead. By the way, in the afternoon, I need a little pick-me-up before I get on here. Warpath Coffee, the dark roast, warpath.coffee slash war room. Get it, get jacked up, buckle in, get ready for the war room. The rest of the two hours going to be on fire. Back in a moment. Okay, Cleanse never does this. They just announced a massive Black Friday discount. Now, let me tell you why this is important. Cleanse is predicting another triple-demic this year, and the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it. That's why I got Cleanse for the war room, the new science in home air purification. The reason is that they are uh, approved by the Pentagon. They're approved by the Department of Defense for Navy combatants. When I was a young ensign and an auxiliary engineer, the uh, air purification came under my auspices, and I can tell you that this is the product that you want because it qualifies to be used on a Navy combatant. EnviroCleanse, the military-grade technology, wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. That's why the Navy chose it, to protect the air on board our Navy ships. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. It's available now for your home with that technology. And do it before a virus takes your whole family down. Right now, you can save 35% during their Black Friday sale. Plus, get fast, free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. That's ek For EnviroCleanse, ekpure.com, and use promo code Steve35 for 35% off. That's ekpure.com, code Steve35 for the 35% discount. They've never done this before, so take advantage of it. ekpure.com, action, action, action. Here's your host,
4: Stephen K. Bannon.
2: Okay, uh, Real America's Voice, the great Tara Doll, who's in harm's way on the uh, northern border of Israel up there on in southern border of Lebanon. Uh, it looks like Hezbollah, they're exchanging rocket fire right now. We're going to go to her as soon as we get her up. Uh, I want to go, okay, so let me go around the horn here. John Fergus, team me up. I saw this thing, I think it was Friday. I didn't quite understand it. And then uh, Emerald Robinson did a great thing today on Lindell TV. I think I understand it more. A lot of people run around saying, hey, the machines are out, the machines are out. Uh, this liberal judge, uh, Totenberg, and I think Totenberg's related to Nina Totenberg over at NPR. I mean, this is a very liberal judge. She's ruled what on, the, on actually on the machines, because this could possibly be a blockbuster. It's not right now, but it could lead to that.
4: Walk me through exactly what happened. Well, this is the first time we're actually going to get a trial, and it was not thrown out. This case, this is interesting. This is brought by Marilyn Marx who's the VP and executive director of the Coalition for Good Governance. Okay, this is not a Republican. She's a Democrat. And she has been fighting for voter integrity for a very long time. One of the things that inspired Georgia was Stacey Abrams' defeat handily by Brian Kemp. She thought thump- she thought something stunk there. So she brought this case out and she got a bunch of liberal left wing college professors, one uh, being um, Hadelman in Michigan. And basically what she said is these machines in Georgia, these machines, which uh, Georgia decided to implement in 2020, paid $110 million for, that they're not verifiable, they're not auditable, and there needs to be a trial, a bench trial on their viability. Now she didn't make a ruling, but what happened is here in this case, is Brad Raffensperger, the secretary of state, wanted this case dismissed. He didn't want to go to trial, he wanted to deal with it. And in a stunning rebuke of him, uh, Judge Totenberg, who if you know her in Georgia, she's a liberal judge, but she has a reputation of being very fair. I mean, she she, she is what you want in a judge. She has her bias, but she's fair. And she ruled here, look, she said, there are too many things that don't make sense for us not to investigate this further and have a trial, she said there are material facts in dispute. The other thing she said is those that brought this case are not conspiratorial theorists, as Raffensberger had said in his uh, in 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 his filing to have this dismissed. He said these are these are not conspiracy theorists; these are people that have real facts about the fact that these machines have vulnerabilities. Now, what is fascinating about this case is it's going to trial on January 9th. That's gonna be a bench trial. That is also just about the day after the start of the Georgia General Assembly. Now the General Assembly is gonna be under pressure big time to get rid of these machines in legislatively. And one of the biggest problems is the machine makers in Georgia said, look, we have a problem. They came out with a patch, just like if you have a car, you buy it and you get the recall notice. It says, uh, oh, we got a problem, might catch fire, you might blow up, bring it back ASAP to the dealer, we'll pay for it, we'll get the patch fixed. Raffensperger wouldn't do it. Other states did. Raffensperger wouldn't do it. He said, we'll have to wait till uh, 2025, 2026, we don't have time. So that's going to be in dispute here. But look, nothing has been decided, so a decision hasn't been made The decision that was made was to bring this to trial on November 9th. And the trial is not that votes were flipped. The trial is, are the machines reliable? Are they auditable? Can we trust them? And basically, the filing said this is violating Georgia's uh, two uh, uh, pieces of Georgia's constitution, the Fifth Amendment and the 14th Amendment, both which say Georgians— Have the right to a fair and equitable trial and the right to audit that election. I mean, I said trial, election, and to audit that election. This is why this is a landmark 135 page ruling. Yeah.
2: Hang hang on one second. Stay right there. Robert Bowes and the Trump administration have been all over these cases. Uh, There's also another layer to this. I understand. I understand they're trying to work, they're trying to very much narrow this because they understand how explosive this is. Uh, the affidavits and, I guess, potential testimony of these various liberal professors who are clearly not Trump folks are pretty damning when they talk about every aspect of the machine. They're trying to narrow this down to this one thing, and I think they're trying to get uh, cut a deal so they don't have to go to trial. They can get a consent decree. Robert, give us the details.
0: Yeah, just staying with John's analogy about car repair. Um, the, the experts, the, the three liberal professors, Halderman, Stark, and Appel, Princeton, Berkeley, and University of Michigan, they all said the election systems, all parts of the systems, are malfunctioning and vulnerable, and and um, it includes, you know, the poll book, the electronic poll books, the ballot marking devices, the tabulators, and the election management system that wraps it up and reports it. So there's four areas, and then and then. Mike Lindell's all, all over this too. The, the voter rolls are dirty to begin with. Nobody checks ID. So, but at least in the, the computer systems, they're four parts. The professors said they're all vulnerable, they're connected to the internet. But what has happened in this, you know, so the professors are saying the entire system needs overhaul. But now the judge and Marilyn Marks, they're going to work out a deal with the Secretary of State. they she Marilyn Marks confirmed to me. They're working on a settlement arrangement now ahead of that January 9th trial, but they're only going to focus on the ballot marking devices. They're not going to do anything related to the tabulators, the e-poll books, or the election management systems. So what this is is basically a shortcut. They're they're skimping on the big picture. The fraud is all over the place, or the vulnerability is all over the place. But what they've they've convinced this judge to do is just to, to focus just on one part you know, the touchscreens. And... and, and yeah, hang, I tell you, uh, what, yes, Robert, she,
2: Robert, hang on for one second. Yeah, mm-hmm. Just hang over for a second. We're going to go... we got breaking news. We're going to go to uh, Tara Dahl on the border, northern border of Israel uh, by uh, Lebanon and the Hezbollah militia. Uh, Tara, uh, give us an update on what's going on. I understand you guys have been taking incoming all night. Yeah,
0: today Hezbollah, uh, Steve, launched 25 rockets, three suicide, this morning and they hit an IDF military base and I'm here with Major uh, IDF Major Shadi Halal and uh, he lives up here and he can tell you, Steve, about what has been happening with the increased attacks of Pescoa that have not been getting as much attention as they need to.
6: So, uh, good evening for you guys or good noon, afternoon. Uh, we are here at Israeli-Lebanese uh, border, about two miles from the border, and the community has been actually facing a very, very uh, tension uh, day, intense day that uh, we faced a massive attacks of Hezbollah in our communities and in our military bases here uh,
1: yeah. against
6: IDF forces. They hit with a missile, very large, massive missile, 500-kilogram missile of, they call it Burkan, which means Volcano missile, as they call it. It's a ballistic short range missile. It destroyed entirely the whole base. They hit with um, mortar attacks, and they hit with rockets, and they hit also with uh, drones, UAVs, the same drone that supplied by Iran to Russia to attack Ukrainian cities. And that's exactly what we face today. And the communities here are evacuated, 63,000 people are evacuated from their homes for more than one month. Schools are closed. Any economic activity is actually paralyzed. Businesses are shut off. So actually, we here at the Northern Front and the Northern Border communities have no business activities for more than one month. Actually, we are feeling that we have no hope now. Nobody is looking to our front, nobody is taking care of us, and as I understood, the IDF as well is only responding to the fire, to the sources of fire, without any initiation of attacks to prevent these terrorists from doing so uh, continuously. And why is that? We heard that. American administration that are disallowing the IDF from uh, eliminating this
2: threat. Let, let me ask you: Is that because uh, we know that the Biden uh, administration is all over trying to get a ceasefire in Gaza City as the IDF now starts to head to southern Gaza? Is that pressure coming from you believe the Americans not to uh, hit uh, Hezbollah, uh, the militias, the Persian-backed militias? harder? They're just returning fire? Is Are you being constrained by the Americans?
6: Well, I think you got it right, uh, Steve. And I think uh, the American administration don't get uh, uh, don't allow us to go to uh, another country in the North and to eliminate this threat. And we are actually, our hostages as citizens today, we are hostages on that policy that actually not releasing the hands of IDF from eliminating the threat, and the IDF can't do it easily. They can't do it if they allow them to do it. If we get the American support and administration support, we can easily do it. They need just to allow us and allow IDF to do so. That's how we feel.
0: And, Steve, I had asked the major here uh, earlier today about right after October 7th, and he was saying that... Israel wanted to immediately respond to Hezbollah because they're the ones that fund Hamas. But do you want to talk about what,
2: what you said yeah. about that? Yeah, well, I, I, tell you, I, I, I tell you, hang, hang, hang on, we're, we're, we're going to go to commercial break. You guys hang on for one second. Let's take a commercial break. We're going to return. We've got uh, the machines in Georgia. We have uh, the Persian-backed uh, militias in southern Lebanon. Uh, we've also got uh, today they uh, they came after uh, Cash Patel, Mike Davis uh, the potential Trump uh, new cabinet in 2025 we're going to get to all that We have Mike Lindell, Robert Bose, John Fredericks, Tara Dahl in Israel and an IDF major. I'm going to come back in a moment
7: we're taking down the
2: Okay, Cleanse never does this. They just announced a massive Black Friday discount. Let me tell you why this is important. Cleanse is predicting another triple-demic this year, and the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it. That's why I got Cleanse for the War Room, the new science in home air purification. The reason is that they are uh, approved by the Pentagon. They're approved by the Department of Defense for Navy combatants. When I was a young ensign and an auxiliary engineer, the uh, air purification came under my auspices, and I can tell you that this is the product that you want because it qualifies to be used on a Navy combatant. EnviroCleanse, the military-grade technology, wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. That's why the Navy chose it, to protect the air on board our Navy ships. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. It's available now for your home with that technology. And do it before a virus takes your whole family down. Right now, you can save 35% during their Black Friday sale. Plus, get fast, free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. That's ek For EnviroCleanse, ekpure.com, and use promo code Steve35 for 35% off. That's ekpure.com, code Steve35 for the 35% discount. They've never done this before, so take advantage of it. ekpure.com, action, action, action.
4: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass.
2: I want to thank the team at Birch Gold. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. That helps us and assists us in providing this great coverage both on the, uh, uh, as Yoram Hazani calls it, the Third Hamas War. I call it the Third Muslim Brotherhood War. Uh, and also all the great coverage we do down on the southern border. So I want to thank the folks at birchgold.com slash Bannon. Go there today. Get everything you need to know about the end of the dollar empire. Uh, Major Halab. Uh, So you guys requested to go after Hezbollah, the Persian-backed militias immediately, and you were told no, that they had to wait until the situation cleared with Hamas. Is that what I'm hearing?
6: Yes, yes. The Biden administration, as I understood, they are not allowing Israel to to eliminate the threat in the northern borders. Uh, they actually at the beginning the plan was to attack first Hezbollah and the threat was So, because they engineered and they planned all those attacks in the south of this was all organized by Iran. And Iran is the head of the snake in this region and all is done with the approval of Iran. And Hezbollah is the strongest party of Iran. And they engineered everything, so we were proposing to start. Eliminating the threat from north before going south, but why the administration actually prevented us from doing so? That's what I heard, according
2: to our sources here in Israel. Major, just before we let you go, uh, relative um, threat to Israel by military power—is it the military operation of the Muslim Brotherhood's franchisee in Gaza, or is it the Persian? light infantry in Lebanon. What is a a more powerful military and what is a deeper threat to, uh, more serious threat to Israel?
6: Well, Hamas is actually a very tiny proxy compared to Hezbollah. Hezbollah is 10 times stronger than
1: Hamas, is well-sophisticated, is well-organized, is well-trained
6: and experienced in 10 years of Syrian civil war they fought with the Russian army, with the Wagner force, with the Syrian army, and with Iranian forces in Syria for 10 years. So they are very well trained, very well equipped, and provided all those weapons by Iran. They have $700 million of funding by Iran and of budget, and $300 million. Um, we
2: just lost uh, our connection.
6: Oh, there we go. Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yeah,
2: yeah, yes. Continue on, Major.
6: So they have seven hundred million dollar budget and three hundred million of uh, money laundering and uh, drugs uh, dealing with drugs and selling drugs. This uh, uh, terror Islamic. Jihadist ISIS organization of Hezbollah has 150,000 missiles and 2,000 drones and 10,000 precision guided missiles. Besides that, they have 10,000 troops of elite unit called Radwan Force, well trained and experienced in Syria. And they have also an encouraging plan to occupy the Galilee. Its existential threat to Israel's security and national security. And we must deal with it right now when all forces and carriers are here in the Mediterranean. This northern front is open from Lebanon all the way to Iran. There's no limitation on this front. It can have a ring of fire from all fronts from here, from Lebanon, from Syria, from Iraq. Iran and from the Houthis in Yemen, and they use people as a human shield. They use Christians in Lebanon as a human shield. They are oppressing Christians. They're using them as they use them today, as a human shield firing from the nearby church. And Israel responding, responded to the source of fires, and those terrorists hid in the church. And unfortunately, the fire, the the, uh, rockets, uh, or the responding fire from Israel hit also this church, because Hezbollah is using the church as a human shield, and that's something that the West need to be aware of. They will use anything, these terrorists, in order to put Israel in trouble with the Christian world. This is something that you need to take it seriously in the West. Once they're done with Israel, they will come after to the West. It's not about territorial issue. We withdrew from Lebanon. We have nothing to do anymore in Lebanon, and they're still attacking us and threatening our existence. So please, I ask American people to support us and the American administration to allow us to eliminate this this threat and help Israel to eliminate this threat, either peacefully and if not peacefully, we need to do it in our own way. Please help us, and I want to send my message to the Lebanese people. Don't collaborate with those terrorist jihadists that actually killed the Christians in Lebanon back in the 70s and 80s. You were in that uh, in troubles before, and Israel was the only state to intervene and, and help you from annihilation. So please now understand who are your enemies and who are your friends who want peace with you. We want peace with Lebanon, but with Hezbollah, no peace will be with Lebanon. We need to eliminate this and have peace in this region.
2: Major, do you have social media? Can people follow you?
6: Yes, we have the Aramaic uh, Center. The Aramaic uh, Center is uh, dot center. And uh, I have Shadi Khalul, uh, you know, my account. And I am also the director of strategic partnership at Alma Research and Education Center. We are focusing on Israel's security challenges in northern borders.
2: Uh, Tara, also your social media? Uh,
1: Tara underscore doll on Instagram.
2: Tara, fantastic. Major, uh, thank you very much. We'll make sure this message gets out. Look forward (laughs) to having you back on.
4: Thank
2: you. Thanks, Steve. Major Halal. Thank you, Tara. Stay safe. Tara Dahl on the always on the uh, edge of the front. Uh, let me go back. I want to get to. So, Bose, what are you telling me? They understand this thing is radioactive because they got these professors sitting there saying the whole process of the machines is all screwed up. The last thing they want is a bench trial uh, before a liberal but fair judge where all this could come out. So t- tell me once again, uh, just j- quick, cause I'm running out of time. What's yep. their plan is to get a consent decree or cut some sort of deal on just one aspect of what they
0: found? Yes, the uh, judge ruled that the, the Georgia voters were likely infringed on their voting rights by the vulnerabilities of the machines. But in the solution, so she's identified the problem, you know, the, the engine's broken, but now they're talking about, well, you just, you know, do an oil change. What they're trying to do is just focus on the ballot marking devices. But they're ignoring the other problems in the tabulators, the election management systems, and the e-poll books. So, the, And guess who's involved in a potential uh, consent decree? It's the Secretary of State's office, Jordan Fuchs. This is the woman, in my opinion, uh, she's Deputy Secretary of State. She's the one that, that illegally taped the, the perfect phone call, if you remember. And, uh, and then mm-hmm. Marilyn Marks. So Marilyn Marks confirmed their talk. They're doing settlement talks but it's only one narrow part. It's not addressing the rest of the fraud and then doing it because they wanna kick the real problem down past the election of 2024. Keep in what, mind what, this judge what, what, already what? kicked it down. She kicked it after 2020, she deferred yep. it. She knew what was pr- the problem was before the 2020 election and she put the order under seal for three years. So now she's kicking it down the road. They're not addressing all aspects of the case. That Somebody ought to intervene before they do some stupid decision that bakes in only part of the problem. The real problem is vulnerability across the board.
2: Robert, real quickly, what's your social media? We'll have you back on. We're going to get into okay. this in detail. Uh, what's uh, your social I actually, media?
0: The folks to support because it implicates Coffee County case. They're, they're trying to basically – they couldn't touch the tabulator risk because that would, that would make the Coffee County people get freed from the Georgia-RICO case what they're doing is covering up exonerating evidence in the Coffee County part of the Georgia Re- Rico. So I would s- send folks to electorsfund.org to help the people that have been falsely accused like Kathy Latham, Misty Hampton in, in, the, uh, in the Georgia cases, electorsfund.org.
2: Amazing. We'll have you back on. This is incredible. Robert, thank you so much. Uh, Fredericks, where do we stand in this? What's going to happen?
4: Thank you, Robert. Uh, I'm going to respectfully disagree. This case is about getting rid of the machines. Our goal is to get rid of machines. We're not gonna go back and change 2020. We're going into 2024. Look, I don't, I, I, that's gotta get adjudicated separately. This case is landmark because this could lead, and I predict it will lead, to the Georgia General Assembly being forced to vote on getting rid of these machines and going to paper ballots in 24. And here's the deal. If you go to paper ballots in twenty four, Trump's going to win Georgia because they can't cheat because they're paper ballots. That's what we're. That's what we got to be focused on. You know, we can go all over the board and say it could be this, could be that, maybe that hit the golf ball there, maybe it'll go out of the w- w- woods and hit a tree. The main thing is let's get rid of these machines in twenty four in Georgia. Let's go to paper ballots. The General Assembly has the power to do that. This is going to give them the juice, the confidence to be able to get the bill to get rid of the machines of committee when there's a trial and they're going to have to, and Lieutenant Governor, Burt Jones, he's not going to put it, bury it the way the former Lieutenant Governor did. He's going to get this to a floor vote. It's going to pass. We're going to get rid of the machines. And the reason is because of this case. And if the Georgia Assembly doesn't do it, I predict that Totenberg is going to do it because he's already said there are too many vulnerabilities and problems to sweep this under the carpet and to just go ahead with and and just dismiss the case. They're gonna present all the evidence, it's all gonna be out there. The liberal left-wing media, the AJC, and all these other whack companies have gotta report the trial. People are gonna see how their votes can't be audited, they can't be trusted, and so our objective, what's our objective? Get rid of the machines, go to paper ballots. That is the focus here in Georgia and why I'm so optimistic about what happened.
2: John, uh, social media, how do people
4: follow you? This is big. At JF Radio Show, at JF Radio Show. Look, we continue to buy radio stations around the nation, and so follow us there. And uh, my wife, Ann, the COO, she's looking for deals. If you got a deal, you can uh, DM me on Twitter, hey. at JFRadioShow.com. Hey. When, the, when she, it's ugly out there, the, C- the ugly get going.
2: She's the CEO, don't demoter she's the she's the man i talked to her you're just a you're just a pretty you're just a pretty I'm the figurehead son. thank that's you john fredericks you're the figurehead i know that mike lindell who's right here bose has said you got to grind it out for this piece or is or do you believe in the big picture the sunlit uplands of john fredericks
5: well first of all steve i get to take off my tinfoil hat you know that's what that judge said we're not a conspiracy theory guy anymore praise the lord a hundred percent John Frederick. This is a landmark case. We have people down in Georgia. We're all over this, Steve. We have been for a long time. This has been going on for a long time. This is going to expose everything. The judges open the door that no man can shut. And we're going to go through it. And uh, this is huge. Absolutely huge. And everybody, if, if you heard what John said there, Or um, he said, you know, we've got to get rid of the machines, paper ballots, hand counted. And then you heard that, you know, that they're trying to fight this down there saying, oh, we can't we have to wait till after the 2024 election because we won't be able to do it in time. Well, the great country of Argentina, who I've been I was just texting one of my friends down in Argentina and and they down there in the primaries. They had problems with their machines, so they got rid of them, and they got rid of them before the general election. Thirty million people just voted in the general election. They're going to save their country, and they vote. They votes got in in one night, the same night as the election.
2: Mike, hang on for one second. We'll bring you back. I got Mike Davis. Got big news on Trump's cabinet for the second term. All of it next in the war room. Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day. I wouldn't want to live without it. This is nutrition the way nature intended. I get way more energy. My skin looks better. It helps with my digestion. I just feel better and healthier overall. That's how I knew Field of Greens was working for me. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. And with flu season here... I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy, not some vaccine. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money-back guarantee. I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.
3: Do it today. Advisor Michael Flynn, if that name sounds familiar, that's because he already had that job during Trump's first term, but only for 24 days before he was forced to resign in disgrace. Earlier this year, Trump pledged to bring the former army lieutenant general back, calling Flynn, quote, somebody really special. A reminder that this is a man who suggested Trump seize voting machines and declare martial law in some states in order to rerun the 2020 election. Since then, he's embarked, embarked, Flynn has embarked on a nationwide tour, traveling from city to city to aggressively push election denialism, Christian nationalism, and wild QAnon-type conspiracy theories. Now let's move on to a man a lot of people may not have heard of yet, Mike Davis. He's the man many in Trump's inner circle, including his own son, Don Jr. and Steve Bannon, are pitching to be the country's next possible attorney general. Early this week over on my Peacock show, I dove deep into the conservative lawyer's record from Davis's threats to send journalists to the DC Gulag to his repeated calls on social media for his followers to quote, arm up against the violent black underclass. And it appears I may have struck a nerve Davis has since responded to my monologue from earlier this week, pledging to indict me when he's AG. For what? I'm not sure. But he's also threatened to send me to the D.C. Gulag. That's a totally normal, non-fascistic response from a man eyeing to become the nation's chief law enforcement officer, right?
2: OK, are going to get back to, uh, to uh, Lindell in a minute. I want to go to Mike Davis. Mike, there's a much longer version of this. We're going to play it on tomorrow morning show because I want the morning audience to see this also talks about other people. Laura Loomer as press secretary. He gets into it in quite a bit of detail. You tweeted back. I want to make sure people know Mike Davis gives as good as he gets. You tweeted back. What, what are you going to do with this guy who, who as Raheem brought up a couple weeks ago, was the biggest supporter of the most radical clerics in London when he was there as a as a reporter And uh, as a news uh, personality supporting the most radical parts of jihad, what did you say you were going to do in your tweet?
7: Well, I think that what I'm going to do, uh, first of all, I I want to thank Mehdi Hassan for uh, announcing President Trump's dream team. And number two, I'm going to add Mehdi Hassan to several more lists. Uh, List two is indict, list three is deport, list four is detain, and list six is denaturalize. We're going to take away his naturalization, his citizenship, and send him back to the United Kingdom or wherever the hell he came from. But before I do that, I'm going to put Mehdi Hassan on my board of directors at the Article Three Project because no one has raised more for the Article Three Project than Mehdi Hassan after he did his 24-minute minute hit on me and the Article Three Project. And I, I want Mehdi Hassan's listeners to go to article3project.org, article3project.org, number and make a donation today.
2: Uh, Are you going to back off anything you're fighting for, for for fair elections, for free elections, all the different fights Article 3 has? Are you going to back off one inch, sir? Steve,
7: you know me. I mean I'm just such a a nice guy and so accommodating and such a a swamp creature. I think that they're going to cow me. And to, and to being less less of a warrior, hell no, I'm not. I mean, I was, I was born with red hair. Do you think I give a damn if I get punched in the face every day? It does not bother me at all. I actually like it. It emboldens me, and I'm just going to triple down.
2: Mike Davis, social media, where do they go uh, to get Article 3? We're going to play the entire thing tomorrow, hopefully get you back on, because uh, it's actually quite, uh, qu- quite smart how they did it. The dream team of President Trump's second term. Uh, where do people get you, sir?
7: If you want to send Mehdi Hassan to the women's cell block in the Gulag, donate to article3project.org, article3project.org. We don't want him to get beat up as much. We're going to put him in the women's cell block. You can go to at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And now that Elon Musk is there and, you can't, and I'm not being kicked off Twitter, at MRD, d-m-i-a m-r-d-d-m-i-a and thank you steve
2: thank you mike davis i guess over the woman's side of the dc gulag he'll join as you say uh our own tim miller uh from msnbc mike lindell uh brother um we're going to get into argentina hopefully more just i want to reinforce here because i want to talk about this no shipping charges real quickly uh the magnitude of what's happening down in Georgia, the potential magnitude, if we play it right, of what's happened in Georgia.
5: It, to me, it would be one of the biggest announcements or biggest uh, um, uh, breakthroughs that we've had in almost three years. Um, this is huge, everybody. This is a, a judge Saying that if you question machines, you're not a, a conspiracy theorist, and he, they're saying that there are vulnerabilities and there are problems with the machine, and it's a very liberal judge. This is really big, and the and like John said, the media is going to have to report it because it's their it's their judge. The left wing media will have to report it. I think it's a beautiful setup. It's a this is a basically a godsend, I think. And uh, we've got a couple other yeah.
2: ones tomorrow for you too, Steve, that are potentially but, 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 just. But but hang on, but hang on, but but I just want everybody to understand the way this doesn't become bigger or more real is Raffensberger. These guys That's trying right. to get a consent degree, not they they listen, the last thing, particularly with the timing, and the timing's providential, because divine right. providence is working here. The bench trial starts the same day that the Georgia General Assembly goes back. All those folks down in Georgia that look the other way, this starts at no. the same time. So Steve, it's me, ironic. They're working 24-7 right now. <laughs> they were 24-7, about how not to have that happen, Mike Lindell?
5: Trust me, the number one Republican I attack almost every day is Brad Rassenberger. Um, he's done more damage to the state of Georgia than our country than I believe all of the politicians put together. This guy is bad, bad, and bad. And but it's getting more and more exposed. He's not. He's not going to be able to keep it down, Steve. The public's going to demand that this. Uh, this amazing trial is going to go forward.
2: Mike, real Mike. quickly, uh the no shipping charges. I know my phone was blowing up all day. People loved it. How do they get access to this?
5: Yeah, and thanks, you guys. The Warman's the number one supporter of my pillow in the country now and we need us at this critical time when i'm out there trying to secure our elections i don't have to have the worry now of all my employees and you've come forward free shipping we're doing for the war room posse on your entire order we have everything else that's on sale. You get those sale prices, plus you get free shipping. It's a flash sale. I think you pull up the website. There it is. Promo code Warroom. Go to go to uh, go to the website. Go down to Steve Square. There you get free shipping on your whole order. Everything we have over two hundred and forty products on sale. Um, this is a huge, huge deal for everybody. And get yeah. all your Christmas presents. Uh, use that. Use that. Call the uh, number too, everybody. That's 800-873-1062.
2: Mike, we got to bounce. I'll have you back on here tomorrow. Big news out of Georgia. We got to make it the big news that it could be because the forces that be are working against it. Mike Lindell, great work. I want to thank Real America's Voice and, of course, Tara Dahl, the brave Terra We'll check back in tomorrow on the northern border of Israel with the militias, the Persian-backed militias, are fully engaged uh, trying to shell and rocket uh, Israel. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the warm. We're not going to miss the next hour. We're going to be on fire. See you back here in a minute. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart.